All right, what's up there SEO pros? Today we are here with Craig Campbell and he is going to be sharing with us some secret black hat SEO tips that are gonna show you how to not actually get penalized in the process. And so Craig, by the way, I just wanna mention before we get into this, he has a YouTube channel that's totally killing it right now. It's got 46,000 subscribers on YouTube and probably more if you see the recording of this later. And after everybody's gonna be going to hit that subscribe button over there, but I will leave a link to uh, his channel in the description of this video. But anyways, thanks Craig for being here today, man. No worries, it's always a pleasure, mate, always a pleasure. Cool, so let's first of all talk about what sort of you've been up to lately before we get into some of these tips. Um, so obviously since lockdown, uh, the first lockdown, it's been it's been a shit ass year because I used to travel the world and and meet people and speak at conferences, which I totally loved doing. Um, but for the last nine months or so, I've just basically been jacking around on YouTube, trying to offer tutorials, tips, um, and a bit of fun as well. You know, I've done different shows that I've get different guests just having. Uh, a bit of fun and whilst sharing knowledge and uh, I think for me I'm actually finding that I quite enjoy YouTube <laughs> a bit like yourself and uh, have really knuckled down and, and started to release a lot more over-the-shoulder tutorials just on various different things like how to set up a GMB or how to build links or you know a bit about click-through rate manipulation or, or any of the stuff that I'm trying and testing and uh, it's working really well because I think I've got my own money websites at the side, but a big thing for me was getting out, speaking at conferences, building my reputation and brand. And also I felt that, you know, being out there um, also taught me a lot as well. Um, you know, I was learning new things and, and stuff like that. So obviously this year has been a nightmare for me. I've not even had a, had a holiday. <laughs> and when I say holiday, you guys live in the sun. So you have still got a decent bit of vitamin D in your body. Um, but yeah, I've just been a bit fed up with this whole COVID thing. So I've just really knuckled down in the YouTube thing. But other than YouTube, I've been testing a lot of CTR stuff hmm. um, over the last six months or so. I think people at Holly Starks I've seen running around with like 100 mobile phones, just <laughs> testing easy stuff on GMB, seeing what breaks, what doesn't. And uh, I've been trying to test a lot of that stuff as well. Just, you know, not, cool. I don't exactly do GMBs, but the same methods apply to, you know, click-through rate, um, retention and everything works really well on YouTube, as I'm sure you know. Um, so I've been taking what other people are doing and trying it on podcast platforms. I've been trying it out on YouTube and just really getting to understand all of that stuff and uh, really get get a better understanding of YouTube as well and how their algorithm works and, and stuff like that. Because I'm used to working with Google and mm. it's, it's you know what Google's like, it's, it's it's a weird beast. Whereas I think some of these other platforms, you know, their, their algorithms are not as aggressive, quite easy to manipulate if you like. Um, and I've just been enjoying doing something slightly different because Again, I think you'll probably be able to resonate with this, but I don't, I've been an SEO for a long time and I think I need to become more of a marketer than a, than mm. sit as an SEO. And I've been trying to do that and also learn along the way. So 
yeah, that's pretty much what I've been up to in a nutshell. Um, but I still love Black Cat SEO, still like making money, and um, that that is also going on in the background. So I'm not giving it up completely. I'm just diversifying and trying different stuff out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting because like, I would love to talk about all the different things that you're doing for engagement on platforms that obviously you want to build influence on like as a as an influencer because that's kind of the market i'm in unfortunately like with the audience which i know is going to want to know way more about selling services and doing client work and building their own websites a lot of them actually don't care about being influencers so i am curious to ask you at least for them um what would be something that they could start selling as a service that or even doing for themselves to start making money when it comes to not being an influencer? Um, so you've got a number of different options, uh, and I'll start at the very bottom, or the what I find easy. Um, so you've got GMBs, which is not quite the same algorithm as Google um, Organic. Um, and GMBs, you can obviously do that as a client service, getting people the traffic from those local map rankings. But where the real money is, is using that as a lead gen um, model. So you own the GMB, you get paid per lead rather than saying to a client, give me, you know, 500 bucks and we'll see what happens. You own the GMB, you get whatever, 20 bucks a lead or whatever it might be um, and really dominate that shit, blanket, you know, a whole bunch of areas. And for me, a lot of guys out in America that I know personally um are doing really well with lead gen and and just doing stuff with gmbs and i think you know we've we've spoke off here there's a lot of flaws within google my business it's so many it's not that hard to get good rankings Um, and i'll tell you you know i I don't mind telling you guys what my theory is on how you rank um but out with those theories you know (laughs) Again, the click-through rate stuff comes back into play. Um, you know, once you've done what you've done with your GMB, you set it up, um, verify it, build some citations. Then, what? Where do you go? What? What's the next step? What really makes a difference? Well, it's it's the click-through rate and engagement. Where do you send the traffic to? You know, what type of traffic are you sending at it? And uh, how you know how quickly can you rank these? It's all very easy and very simple, but people go one step ahead of that, and they also steal unverified GMBs as well. Hmm. There's guys out there that are just taking unverified GMBs that rank in position three, for example, take them, change change the number on them. Right. Uh, don't even have to have a website, and you can you know you can set up something like Call Real and really you know just sell those leads onto someone whilst you've got everything tracked so the thing for me with gmb is it's such an easy business model you don't even need a website it's a simple <laughs> right you know business model there and people can make really good money from it and i think you know for doing work for clients you know you might earn five grand or ten grand if you set up a whole bunch of gmbs in good niches right you know potentially like rehab or or you know cosmetic surgery or something like that then you could quite easily get 100 plus dollars per lead um and you can quickly get the money you're after so 
that is a simple and easy way to make money without being really good at SEO, if you like. Because there, as, as you've established, there's so many flaws within GMB, and I don't want to give all of these flaws away, but believe you me, guys, you would fall off your chair. Now, I'll give you uh. an example um, of a flaw that was there that's no longer there. <coughs> um, last year, there was a flaw there where if you went in there, suggested an edit, change the opening date of your competitor's business to a date in the future <laughs> drop out so you could basically drop people out and push yourself up to um you know position a now that to happen in this day and age when google is so clever is just fucking flabbergast you know it absolutely flabbergast me now that one no longer works um now what i don't want to do is give all the flaws away um, because people are making a lot of money from it, and I don't want people to come to me saying, oh, you fucking done this, and it got patched up. Um, but <clears throat> there are so many flaws within GMB, you would not believe. And obviously, people do courses on it. You know, you look at the likes of Holly Starks, who runs around with hundreds of phones, creating traffic jams on GMB, but testing, you know, how to break GMBs, how to manipulate gmbs and, and and you know prove to you that sheer engagement clicking on all of the kind of stuff you can click on in a gmb whether it's looking at images asking for directions and all of that stuff really does have an impact on you getting those positions um and that's why i love you know people say ah uh, you know you're black hat or you're this or you're that i'm not really what i want to know and what i want to understand is the mechanics of how things work and that's why i look at the likes of holly starks and various other people who i mean holly doesn't know what she is in terms of uh you know whether she's an seo or whatever she's just this crazy ass lady with the greatest respect in the world who just tries to go and blow shit up and that's, and that's what I, why love. I love she's putting her money where her mouth is spending a fortune and saying hey guys this is what works with gmbs here it is. And those engagement signals really do take your GMBs to the next level. Now, obviously, understanding that, getting to understand the flaws, and then working this shit at scale. So here's another little trick with GMBs is when you, or say, for example, I was in New York and I got 100 GMBs sent to an address in New York and I got the postcards all sent out and I've got all the verification numbers and I verify everything, I can drag the pin from that location in New York up to 60 kilometers away without re-verifying. So I can basically what? drag the pin to whatever street I fucking want. I don't have to re-verify it and that shit works. So I can basically no blank the whole of New York because with gmbs it's not just about um you know you get position a proximity and stuff like that comes into it as well so if you're at the other side of town then it's a different set of gmbs that come up depending on proximity and stuff like that mm -hmm. and that's why you've got guys doing gmbs on a massive scale they've literally got thousands of them and because you can drag that pin up to 60 kilometers away because youtube couldn't afford a uh, sorry google couldn't afford 
to keep sending postcards out <laughs> all the time. Right. So that's why they allow you that small loophole to be able to to drag your pin out. Now, obviously, mm. when there's a loophole, SEO people jump in and right. abuse the life out of it. So that works very well for now, but I'm not sure for how long because, mm-hmm. as we all know, SEOs like to use and abuse everything. But for me, that is the simplest and easiest way to make money without having a website, grab some GMBs, understand citations. I mean, all of this whole process can actually be outsourced. So you can get your citations done by someone else. You can get um, your GMB set up, you know, buy VAs and stuff like that, give them a process to do, and set up call rail and everything else, and boom, you you know, you've got a, a lead generation model there that might bring you in 100 leads or 500 leads or 1,000 leads per month, and that's what you want to do. So that's a really easy way to make money without being the brains of Britain, if you like. Hey, Craig, I wanted to show you something. I don't know if you've seen this before. Um, have you seen the, the GMB scraper that uh, that gives you all that? Here, let me actually share my screen with you really quick. Um, <clears throat> so you can actually scrape. You can basically, I, I actually created a list of like all of the lowest keyword difficulties in the United States. And I paired it up with like 300 different GMBs. And so you can yeah. take like KDs in like, uh, you know, keyword difficulty and like the two range, you know, something that's super easy to rank and you can scrape all the listings for that area and you could start mm-hmm. getting, you could basically get a whole list of unclaimed addresses um, with phone numbers and everything. And you can scrape all the emails, contact forms, whatever, hand this off to a cold calling list. And this is actually what I'm teaching in my, in my class that's coming out. But um, <clears throat> I'll give you the, the, all of this stuff if you want, man, like I'll give you the templates, the scraper and everything. It's like pretty insane. So is that one of your own tools? No, I would, I would, I wish it was, but basically like, look, so what I can do is I can click on this. It'll give me the exact address. Look right here. Boom. Um, it's unclaimed and you could literally even go in here and start editing the hours. I did this as a test, by the way, it was crazy. Um, you can edit the hours and it will pop up. I did it with this one. Let me see if I can find it. I think it was this one. Yeah. Watch. So I just, I didn't, I, I wasn't sure if it would actually work. Um, but it says open 24 hours now. And it literally yeah. had no hours on it before. So you could literally, you know, I mean, I'm not going to say, I think you kind of get the point, but, um, yeah, so I'm, <laughs> so I've been, I've been using this scraper and like, you can get like hundreds of these, hand them off to a cold caller and, uh, yeah, it's pretty nuts, dude. Yeah. That's, it's, that's the kind of stuff I love. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely worth having a look at uh, for anyone. By the way, I'd love to get you in on one of these classes. I mean, I think, well, we could talk about this later, but I would love to get you on one of these. Um, if you, we're only doing like, we do like one class a week on Mondays. Um, yeah. But I'd love to get you in there on one of those if you wanted to share some of your stuff. And I think you would, you'd get a lot of uh, publicity from that too, because we get a lot of people in these classes. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'm always up for helping people. So count me in, man. Just let me know when and i'll be there the best exploit though really is like if you can find a white hat exploit like for instance unclaimed businesses are not black hat i mean like if you go and you tell people hey your business isn't claimed i'm going to help you with that there's literally nothing unethical about that um it's only when you start using that as like a way to start claiming the businesses right and then yeah (laughs) and listen you can do a lot of this stuff and you know use it in a positive manner um, and I think that's the way it should be used. And um, again, as you see, 
you can make a lot of money just reaching out to these people and saying, do you want help? You know, I can do this for you for X amount of money and do that at scale. You, you, you make a fortune. I think you made a good point though. Like I think, and I, this is really important that I think people need to hear this because like, there's so much opportunity, even in that one scrape, there's so much opportunity to work with local businesses. The KD is so low and it's basically the same as affiliate. I mean, it is affiliate. If you can rent out these leads and there's such an easy way to do it, you can go on the lead sites. Like you just type in sell leads to people um, or to businesses. They'll buy the leads. We still have a, a plumbing website that's that's monetized that we ranked in like a day because the KD was so low. Where affiliate these days, like everybody's doing Amazon and also people are like, getting sucked out right now by Amazon because they changed their affiliate to like 3% now. So it's yeah. like national affiliate is just like, I feel like it's dying. And I mean, it is, it is, you know, in terms of Amazon, obviously there's still a lot of good affiliate deals out there where you get your 40 and 50% for the lifetime value of a customer, but you do need to dig deeper for that. But right. yeah, I mean, listen, whether you're affiliate, lead gen, uh, drop shipper, e-com, they all do amount to pretty much the same thing. You need to generate traffic um, and then how you monetize it is entirely up to yourself. But obviously the key part here is how you get that local traffic and then make money from it. And obviously lead gen is a great stepping stone for anyone um, to, to be able to make simple, easy money while being your own boss, while not having to, to basically suck the client. <laughs> client's <laughs> ass you know for for your invoice money you just say right. dude with a lead it's going to be x amount per lead right i own right. these assets and the, the the great thing is these are assets that you own right so see if you wanted to sell this business in three years time you could sell that to a guy a guy will buy it off you no problem at all um so you know i think building these assets rather than because what really pains me chase is for a lot of new SEOs and, and even, you know, just good SEOs who, you know, get sucked into that whole client game, you're on the, you know, you, you're basically, you know, the client owns you, the client dictates to you, the client fires you when they feel like firing you, and it shouldn't be like that. You know, we, we need to retain some power and control. I will say though, unless you are selling something that you can sell at a really high hourly rate, like for instance, what, what I've been selling instead of doing like all the technical where, so what I figured out, I was actually just did a video about this. What I figured out is that most of people's traffic is gonna come from GMB these days, like Google My Business. A lot of the yeah. organic listings, by the time you get to organic now, it's like position 12, right? Because of all the ads and then the maps and then whatever else, local extensions. So I'm like, dude, screw this. And I had this realization, I was like, dude, I know that like if I can get a business that has 10 times the reviews than the other businesses, it's gonna probably rank. like. It just does like it, not always, but most of the time you do that a little bit of citations. And so I figured out like this review generation strategy where it's like, I spend like two hours, right? I, I take like half the content um, or the, the, the budget for the, for the client and I spend it on certain things like content, whatever else. And I've actually figured out a way that's completely white hat that you don't actually have to sell. Um, like you don't have to do like, like for a lot of people, like if you go on legit right now, legit.com, people are selling reviews right now. And it's like, why? Like, I don't know if you've seen this, Craig, but my Google My Business for my business has like 600 five-star reviews where I had to stop sending reviews to there because I was yeah. get, I, like, there's no point in getting more. And um, it's so funny because it's like, I've never had it penalized. And I've done this with web design. I've done this with, uh, with computer repair. I've done it with iPhone repair. All of them are ranking number one. They've never been penalized. 
and it's the exact same strategy. Like you're literally just doing review generation, but you do it. Uh, I'll tell you after, cause it's kind of like what I'm teaching, but I think you already know what I'm doing. I think I told you about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but it works and you've got to exploit it while it works because again, that strategy might not work in three months time. So create your assets and then they'll, they'll stick there. So while it works, do it. So, so are you doing more GMB stuff these days? I actually, let me ask you, man, I'm, I'm actually more interested because I, I do want to, I'm going to be a little bit selfish right now. I do want to know, like, what are you doing? Because I know there's some, definitely some stuff you're doing on YouTube with the, is that working? Like, have you been seeing a difference by doing the, the engagement stuff with over there? Yeah. I mean, I think with YouTube, um, it's all about the timing. Um, you know, you put your video out and then make sure that, you know, people are liking, watching it, blah, 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 blah. So the sequence of events that happened with YouTube would be, I'll use a, a bot to watch the video, try and get the watch time up. Right. I will use micro workers for a bit of engagement and some comments. Um, I'll use paid Facebook ads to, to just get organic promotion to, to a targeted audience. I'll use my mailing list, my push subscribers and everything else to slam that all on at the one time. And if that video looks viral and popular, then of course it, it gets better rankings. But for me, um, you know, the two guys that dominate YouTube in our industry, Neil Patel and Brian Dean, and you know, they push a video out and it just sticks in position one. And it's because they've got such a big following that it just retains that, you know, and that's what we, we cannot fucking compete with that. You know, there's nothing you can do to break that out with trying to manipulate it. Um, and it's working very well, but obviously sometimes what happens on really competitive keywords is you'll do it. And when the engagement stops, the video uh, drops as well. So not everything sticks, um, but you've just got to, you've just got, I mean, you can't just roll, roll over and, let you know other people dominate the niche we've got to be able to build up our own channels and uh, yeah so it's pretty much the same as anything some stuff will stick some doesn't it just falls back down um but what i try and do is is get it back out there so if i do a video i'll continue to blast it out over my social media and try and get more people on it and hopefully longer term as my subscribers start to grow and engage with the channel um, and like and subscribe and comment and everything else. Hopefully my videos will stick up there um, a little bit like these these guys as well. But long way off, you know, guys like Neil Patel's get fucking 700,000 mm. subscribers or something, which mm. is just obscene. I, uh, I will say too, like, and I did an experiment with this. I was actually able to rank um, you uh, in the other niche that we were talking about before this. I, I think if you remember what we were talking yeah. about. Um, and it's number one right now and it's for how to make money in that industry. And it's like, yeah. got like 20,000 visits a month. I think I sent you the link to it. And, uh, the one thing that I saw is when I embedded a video on it, it not only made the, the, the page rank higher. Um, when I took it off, it actually ranked lower, but it also made the video rank number one in YouTube because all the traffic going to it. So I think part of the reason why they're able to rank those, not even just because of the user metrics they're sending to the actual YouTube video, but because of the user metrics they're getting onto their website to the video. Cause yeah. I think it counts as the, like if, if you, if somebody hits play on the embed, it still counts. Yeah. Nah, for crazy. sure. And yeah, it's crazy, but that's what we're up against. And, and, you know, obviously we're doing it for YouTube, but, this click-through rate and everything else works on whether it's podcasts, you know, people listening to your podcast, 
downloading podcasts, um, you know, listening to the, the full length of the podcast and all of that stuff. So whether it's YouTube or whether it's another platform, these user signals are big and you need to, to start looking at, you know, clever ways to be able to, to manipulate that, if you like, because again, we have to manipulate or we're not going to win. And, <laughs> you know, if we want to, to be good, you know, the same goes for you, Chase. How do you go from X amount of subscribers to the, you know, to the next level? Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, you can't go out and buy fake people because they, they don't engage, they don't do anything. So you have to do something, you know, by hook or by crook. Um, and that's where, you know, I think you have to be creative or, you know, slightly less white hat, if you like. But you've got, to, you can't just go and buy subscribers because that, that would be black hat, but it doesn't provide that impact. And that's why, and that's why I will say like, probably the reason we were talking about this earlier, like probably the reason why I go more into like kind of being a little bit more clickbaity or drawing in a little bit more of a kind of a negative connotation to what I do is because I found that the videos that get <clears throat> down the middle, like half people who really dislike them and half people that like them, that formula I've found is kind of like, I call it the ping pong effect where the audience almost is willing to fight each other. And mm -hmm. when you have people that are engaging on your video based on something controversial, that video hits new subscribers or new organic reach, where if yeah. nobody engages, the algorithm doesn't suggest it to more people. And the algorithm is really interesting because <clears throat> when you have something that people really interact with, either in a really negative way or a really positive way, it, it does distribute it to people who are in that based on the interact people interact either on very it's funny when you see uh when you see like what's going on behind the scenes you see that like the algorithm is trying to match whether you're a positive person with something positive or whether you're a negative person with something negative so if you watch a lot of really negative stuff it's going to give you more negative stuff and mm -hmm. if you can put it down the middle you can almost hit both and it's and it's where it's bringing in people from both sides and they're almost engaging with each other. I see people all the time leaving their opinions because it's something that they either agree with heavily on or they disagree with heavily on. All the times that I've, and this was the mistake that I made when I started, whenever I started teaching people how to do something like technical SEO, it didn't really seem like people cared. But as soon as I started doing stuff like this, how to do a black hat SEO without getting penalized, you almost wanna take the thing that people wanna learn how to do, but then put the thing next to it that they don't want to experience. Like for instance, yeah. the last video I did was how to do SEO without doing SEO. <laughs> Cause everybody wants to do SEO, but they don't want to do SEO. And yeah. it sounds weird, but for some reason, the formula works extremely well. Yeah, no, I think there's, there's, you know, or, you know, when you say things like this, it does make a lot of sense. Um, it's not until someone says it though, and you're like, do you know what? That does make a lot of sense, but yeah. I mean, I think your theory on putting your, you know, down the middle with your content and trying to create a bit of a buzz or, or a bit of debate or whatever you want to call it between your audience really is what what makes for a good video. Um, and it's the same with the TV and, and, you know, there's always a bad guy and there's always a good guy, you know, with all these bloody soap operas and everything else and you know people hate this and they want to see this guy getting killed or whatever um and you know i think a lot of these things that that 
are, are out there just in the generic world, not SEO, do work. You know, when you think about it logically, you're like, you know what, this is how life just works in general. You've got to, you know, it's a game and uh, you've got to shuffle around and understand it and think psychologically about things and, and all of that kind of stuff. So, yeah, um, it makes a lot of sense to me anyway. I also found that um, with Facebook, with the groups, that you can – the reason – I don't know if you've seen it. You probably have. I, like, ask, like, a crazy amount of questions. And what <laughs> I'm doing is I'm actually trying to figure out what brings the most reactions because the Facebook algorithm is almost the same as the YouTube one. And if you can find out what people engage with on Facebook, you can use that as a way to predict what's going to work on YouTube. And so yeah. I just take the things that people interact with the most – and I make a video on YouTube and every single time that it, not every single time, but most of the time it, it almost like is like a guaranteed thing to work. Yeah. No, I mean, I've seen your, your crazy ass <laughs> in the group. There's, there's no other words to describe it other than crazy ass questions, but <laughs> you know, they are, uh, I mean, I laugh at them. I find it humorous, um, but people, you know, you will get people biting either, in a positive sense or a negative sense. And uh, that that is essentially what you're looking for. And I think a lot of people, you know, they don't understand that. They don't see what you're trying to do. And, and you know, you've got to just try shit. <laughs> you've just got to. And, you know, it's no different from, you know, Holly Starks or whatever, just cutting around with 100 phones. The amount of people have said to me, that woman is crazy. Why is she not using Android emulators and doing it a lot smarter? Well, she doesn't want to use Android emulators and she can't manipulate iTunes with an Android emulator and she wants to fully understand if I press this and go there with 100 phones, what the fuck happens? Um, so <clears throat> I think, you know, you're doing similar. You know, you're just throwing stuff out there and seeing what works. And I think for me, um, you know, the data behind all of that is, is the key part. And if people are too thick to understand what's going on, then so be it. You know, you'll obviously get negative stuff through it. But I think anyone with any sense, ounce of common sense will, will see what you're doing and, and have a respect for it. And I think, as I said at the very start, I love people that try different stuff and then they can argue saying, no, Craig, you're wrong on this theory because I tried this and I've done this on Facebook and asked loads of questions. Here is my thoughts on how it works. And obviously... From there, I can steal that information and implement it in my own <laughs> strategy. And that's the type of people you want to learn from. Um, so now I think what you're doing is a good thing. And uh, and it's good to try and understand what gets engagement. Because um, you, clearly you understand engagement works. But how do we get more engagement without, you know, telling everyone to fuck off or, you know, creating <laughs> crazy things? Or, or whatever you want to do. Well, um, I think you and I both know this more than anybody, Craig, because like we we both have so much like hate, and it's funny because like I definitely, it, it's like we were like you were just saying like you got to test to see what works, and in order to really see what works, you almost kind of see what what's gonna break, right? You kind of got to see like what does the penalty look like, or what is <laughs> what is the worst thing that's gonna happen. Um, and you'd even probably remember like a while back, I think like, it was probably like at the peak of when we were both getting the most hate because you were speaking at a bunch of conferences. I was like blowing up Facebook groups, telling every, everyone SEO was dead. Um, and th I think there is definitely a limit on, especially when you want to be mindful of your audience and you are an influencer, that you don't want to go too far because there are relationships that I totally destroyed. Like for instance, in the SEO signals group, 
I can't post there anymore. They, they won't let me do it. And even if I'm just posting like a question, like I'm like, hey guys, you know, what do I do for my whatever? They automatically assume that I have some sort of ulterior motive. So I've <laughs> broken that relationship and that wasn't worth it because the amount of buzz that I got, it was cool, but because I took it too far. So there is definitely a limit on how much engagement. I think the best way to really figure out what your limit is, is take it to the point where you are getting buzz but don't make it so negative that everybody hates you. Like you want to be a good middle line where it's, you know, one video or one post is, is positive, one's negative. And you go back and forth. It's like that ping pong. But as soon as you go way too far off the grid and you just start telling everybody to, you know, stick it, that's when it's not good. And then vice versa. I think the people that are overly positive and they're just doing the same thing every day and it's just – it's not, you're, you know what to expect. There ha people have to, and you were like, it's like you're saying, people have to have some sort of entertainment value. And so if you're always just doing the same thing, people are going to expect to feel the same way. You want people to go somewhere and be like, I don't know what's going to happen today. And that's really like the secret, I think. And, and, and like you were saying again, like, and sorry to keep referencing everything you were saying, but like the marketing, um, yeah, it is like way more about these days, not just doing SEO or not just doing YouTube or any of this stuff, it's, it's testing and it's also learning how to market yourself. If you want to be an influencer, there's plenty of people that don't want to be influencers. They just want the plug and play. They just want to get on a call and sell a project. And they want to know that what they're selling is, is either going to work or it's not going to work. And if it's not going to work, you know, they want to move on to the next opportunity. Everybody's concerned about the next big opportunity. Yeah. Um, and I'm, as, as I said to you, I'm happy to be that guy that I'm quite happy to take the crap that comes with it. I've done it. Um, and, you know, some people, as you say, don't want to do it. So there, there's definitely a market for us all in the, the world. Um, and it's just how you want to play that game, if you like. Um, so, yeah, it's, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, you've got to have personality and a bit of fun with it. Otherwise, you know, it does become very boring and you will frizzle out. So you've got to to create a spark now and again and, and just, you know, ruffle a few feathers if you like. Uh, so I want to ask you, Craig, like we talked about like going on to the next opportunity because that's what everybody's concerned about. Like what for you at least do you think is like the next big opportunity? Obviously, you're working on YouTube. You're working on the podcast. I'm actually interested to hear how that's going. And we talked about some other stuff you were doing behind the scenes. Um, but what do you think is like, where are you, where are you headed with things? Do, do you know what? I don't actually know the full answer to that. Um, I'll be honest. Um, and I'm not a guy that tries to think like where I'm going to be in five years time as such. Um, I think that's, that's very hard in this industry um, because things change a lot and, and stuff like that. So I think for me, you know, I've had my time of being a freelancer in the house, doing all the stuff like, a, you know, an idiot, you know, not delegating and all that stuff. I've had an agency and manage people wasn't for me. I've done affiliate. I've been successful. Um, I've got my own side projects. I've been successful. Um, and I think for me, it's just trying to become more of a marketer, understand different things, implement things. Like when I look at, you know, my own website and everything else, do I have a great chat bot in the back end to interact with people and try and take away the, the manual element? No, I don't. So I'm working in many chat, uh, you know, trying to, to sort that stuff out. 
Um, you know, do I have the best website and the best information out there? No, I don't. You know, I've got a lot more work to do on that side. And I think for me, like anything, you want to become the biggest, the best, the fully automated, you know, all singing, all dancing, everything when it comes to marketing. And these are things, you know, we all have weaknesses. You might be really crap at, you know, email marketing or whatever. I don't know, you know, I'm not suggesting you are, but, you know, there might be an element to you that you need to work on and there will be that element. Um, so I've got a big emailing list. I've got a big social media following, but I'm really crap at a lot of the automation. So for me, it's just fine-tuning that whole thing the way that the other bigger guys have got um, and see where it goes. Because, you know, even in the, the last few months, I've had a sponsorship deal with YouTube, uh, with someone from a YouTube channel. Um, <clears throat> you know, and that took me by surprise. And, um, you know, you just don't know what opportunities will arise. Um, the, you know, the more popular you get or, or the more followers you get. So I think I, I said to you off here, Eventually, I would like to not be the guy that's doing all the donkey work. I would be quite happy to be an influencer and promote cleverer guys than me that make tools and do this, that, and the next thing. So I want to be known as the honest guy that will give you good feedback on all of this stuff because I, I, I would say, you know, after 18 years, you know, it's a hard slog. You know, you're playing with all the tools. Google blows stuff up. GMBs get, you know, suspended. The whole thing is a whole... <laughs> bloody stress um, thing, but I'd like to do a lot more consultancy and a lot more videos and become that influencer rather than the guy that's doing the day-to-day -day grind. I think that's long-term where I want to get to because I do thoroughly enjoy um, this side of things and helping people and educating people. And, and I think that's where I see the next couple of years going anyway. From there, God knows what else will happen. You know, something else might come up and I'll, I'll go off in a different, slightly different direction. But I think for now, um, you know, I think influence on becoming more of a marketer than just that black hat SEO guy that, that you know, I'm probably known for. Because uh, there's a lot more um, experience and knowledge I've got as well. You know, even from a business point of view, you know, I've had businesses that have been bankrupt, I've done this, I've done that, had the wrong accountants. So I've got a lot more to offer, um, which I don't really talk about on SEO videos because everything over the years has always just been SEO, SEO, SEO. Um, so I think, you know, just becoming that broader marketer, but also giving back to people and helping them not fall into the same traps because it's taken me 18 years to get to where I am just now. Now, would it take someone else 18 years to catch me now if I was training them? Absolutely not. I could literally shave about 15 years of your life off mm -hmm. with all of the mistakes that I've made. And I think that's where I, I, I can offer value to some people. This is an interesting point, though, because this is actually kind of the boat I'm in as well. So we both, or let's just highlight you. So you're good at, at obviously doing SEO and, and, and you would be very good at teaching people how to do it themselves, just like you did. You could shave off a lot of time for them. But the problem is, is as soon as we start doing content about marketing, now we're getting people that are different than what we would be teaching. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's kind of where I kind of have a hard time figuring out what direction to go in. Because as soon as I start talking about, like I did it the other, uh, like a week or two ago, started talking about social media, started talking about, here's how I grow my Facebook. It's like five, like half, even that, like one fourth the views. 
But as soon as I start going back into SEO, because that's what I'm known for, right? That's the authority we have. So I was yeah. curious what your opinion is on that. Um, I mean, I think you have to stick to the core fundamentals just now. Um, but I think, you know, trying to slowly become more proficient and try and get subscribers who are interested in the business type mm. of stuff. So I, I, I'm, I'm eventually going to have different shows for different types of things. But I do the thing with Chris Palmer every Wednesday, question and answers. It's all kind of, it ends up being basic SEO. I thought it would have been black hat SEO, <laughs> but it's ended up basic SEO questions because that's what the audience want. They're always asking, what about this? How many links should I build? So you've got to play to that audience. Um, and, you know, I've got, and, and I want to have various other shows where it might be slightly more business focused, um, you know, or even talking about managing staff and scaling, you know, work and, and you know, using all that stuff. So I want, I'm, I'm going to try and have different shows for different areas um, so that people don't get turned off because there will be a show for question and answers. There will be a show for this and there will be a show for that. And I think long term, that's what I've got to try just so that we can flex the, the, the experience that we have and, and obviously pass that on because there are guys out there who clearly, you know, run agencies, but they're getting mugged off by the staff or the processes and systems are not in place or they don't know how to scale. They don't understand their mm -hmm. own business. I mean, how many SEO guys or guys that own agencies do you know that actually have no clue about SEO? I mean, right. It's a high percentage, but and what, I have to get in there, and I'm like, fire this guy, train this guy on this. Why is that guy doing that? And it's constant, you know. So I think, uh, yeah, it's a difficult one then um, because you know you've you've got to play up to your audience, and I think every one of us end up having that noob audience, you know, coming. Oh, what about this? Go talk to me about backlinks, and you're like, fuck, you know, this show's not about that. But you've right. just got to. Play Craig, Chris says, sorry to hear you're a Knicks fan. <laughs> <laughs> I've actually got Golden State Warriors top on today. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm a Knicks fan. Um, <laughs> yeah, but uh, no, I just like basketball. I like basketball tops as well. But yeah, it's a cool game. But I don't actually, I'm not a fan of anyone. Knicks was the only tops that the shops in Scotland actually sold. So when you went to the sports shop, it was there was always just a New York's next top or a Chicago Bulls top back, you know, years ago. And um, now they are becoming a bit more open. But yeah, I don't really support any of them. I just like the tops, to be fair. Uh, Craig, I wanted to ask you, because this is something that I, I really do ha have curiosity about, something I've been trying to figure out for myself. Like, you and I both know how to be an influencer, right? We, we go on stage, we have uh, followings, we have built a way to generate value, not just in our own businesses that sell services or make money through affiliates, but also through being an influencer, right? Teaching. And mm -hmm. so again, like going back to that point of, well, we teach SEO, but we also know a whole lot of more stuff around like how to be an influencer, making money, being a, in a following. One thing that I, I actually found that uh, was kind of interesting, I was reading a book and, uh, and it was talking about how if you want to be known in a new market, you have to help create some sort of case study around it. So like for instance, like if I wanted to be known in 
like being for being an influencer, I have to help somebody be an influencer. And yeah. I think the problem for me is like trying to go that new direction, like selling a service for that. Cause it's like, ah, I don't really want to sell a service for that. But what was interesting that I thought about is like, and, and what it, what the book was talking about is just find somebody that is it, it wants to be an influencer that you, you know, you could do some small tweaks and make them grow like 10 X. Uh, and that will be enough proof to start attracting other people into that market. Do you think that's true? hundred percent, um, hundred percent. Like, uh, you know, people buy into people, but they, they have to know that what you do works. So mm. anyone can be sitting here going, yeah, man, like I can make you fucking, you know, social media famous or whatever you want <laughs> to call it. But if you don't do that and you don't prove it, then how would you ever, you know, attract other people? Mm. Um, and I think for me, part of the problem with SEO and everything else is, Sometimes you try and play your cards close to your chest because you don't want to share your, you know, different things that you're doing for different people or share your clients. But I think you do have to have a case study um, and help people, you know. And I think in recent times, um, I've done, I've helped a few people with affiliate marketing and helped them to leave their job and go on to be a success. And that makes more people want from me, for sure, 100%. Mm. Um, and also, you know, likewise with, I mean, I've never helped anyone become an influencer as such, but I have helped other guys get themselves on the map, um, you know, by introducing them to people or, or getting them onto specific shows or, or whatever. Um, and, you know, you can only take these people so far, though, if they've not got the personality or the charisma, then it's going to be a failure and that's out with your control. So I think... You know, the influencer thing is a harder thing to sell. But if the person's mm. got the right credentials and you can polish them up and, uh, you know, even things like us helping each other just now, you know, in terms of growing an audience, it's the simplest and easiest thing to do, you know, to, to help each other. And I think rather than play your cards close to your chest, sometimes you've just got to, 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 to just do stuff um, and make it, you know, out there. Uh, and public knowledge but I definitely think that you know if you do do that and and you help someone and people see value in it you will have others saying I want some of that I want some of that I want some of that and you know that's that's what we all want at the end of the day someone who's a leader in what they do and if, whether that's you know being an influencer you know but even being an influencer I don't know the ins and outs of everything to do with influencers you know I'm trying to get social media verification. I'm trying to play all of this different stuff. I'm trying different parts of PR. I'm on there trying, you know, Wikidata and trying to get a Wikipedia so that eventually one day I can say, look, I've got all of this and I can show you how to do it. Mm. It might take me five years, but I guarantee you, as soon as I put out a case study saying, I can show you, it took me five years. I can show you how to become an influencer I'll show you the path to getting social media verification and all of that kind of stuff. People will be like, oh, fuck, social media verification. And they'll buy into it because their egos want it. Right. So you need to play into that ego yeah. thing as well. Um, and that's what I plan on doing. But as I say, I'm not the finished article yet on that. It's, uh, that's a long-term goal. What do you think, like, for somebody that does isn't an influencer right now or maybe already has some influence but they wanted to like double it what would do you think what would you say, to, like say the big kind of strategies are i think you've just got to be cons i mean first off 
you, your your ego has to stop, hmm. and you have to go do a lot of work. You know, I didn't get to the stage I'm at just now, and I'm not claiming to be the world's biggest influencer, but I've been speaking at conferences and stuff for four or five years now, um, and I've spoken at some shitty ass conferences where there's been fifteen people there. Um, you know, and I've had to drive home in the middle of the night. I put a lot of hard grind into doing a lot of that stuff, and you've got to be consistent with it. Um, it didn't make me money. It was costing me money at some points. Um, and, you know, I think people also have this <laughs> interpretation that once you become a, an SEO speaker, everyone, you know, is paying you big bucks and doing all of this <laughs> kind of stuff. It couldn't be further from the truth. You do not get paid big bucks for speaking um you know you you make the money from being a good speaker you know delivering good information and you will get you know that's just a platform the stage or whatever but people have this misinterpretation that you know people are being paid 50 grand a pop for for talking um you know at different conferences that's not the case unless you're fucking neil patel or something <laughs> you ain't getting those those fees and um, so a lot of people you know, have to understand that there's a lot of grunt work and the likes of yourself, Chase, how long have you been doing YouTube and all that stuff and, you know, you've not been paid for it? If you calculate up the amount of time it's taken you to do all of these videos that you've done and everything else that you've done in the background, it's a hell of a lot of unpaid time. And for me, you have to put that time in. You know, it could be a thousand hours worth of time, Chase, that would cost, you know, say 10 bucks an hour. Uh, you know, and the lowest possible. It's just so much money, so much time that you know, it's you just have to be consistent. Choose the right platforms. You will get knocks along the way. People say you're crap at this, or your lights are crap on video. Your your mic shit. You know, you look shit. You're a piece of shit. All of that stuff. You've got to be able to take all of that stuff on board and refine it. And that's why we're sitting here with good mics and stuff like that because someone's probably said to. You, to, to chase and and myself at some point your quality shit your <laughs> shit your background shit your camera shit um your shit and you know you have to also remember you get a lot of abuse and stuff like that as well so be careful what you're signing up for um but be consistent do it take the bull by the horns there's no reason why you shouldn't be up there you know speaking or being an influencer if you've got good information and you're confident that you can deliver and you've got any kind of personality, I think you'll be able to to go through the motions very, very quickly. But do not do it for the reason that you think you can make big money at the start. You, it does take years to monetize it. You know what's interesting, Craig? Like, I think the biggest drawback for people is that they don't want to be on camera. They don't want to be seen. Do you think that there's any way to be an influencer without showing up on camera? Not, not in our industry. <laughs> I think um, for me, pe I, I keep saying this one, but people buy into people. Now, if I was to be an influencer and I didn't come on camera, then how am I going to get that across? Now, I could be a podcaster, but... Let me add one more thing in though. Let me add one more thing. There is an exa There is one example. Stephen Kang, who, own who own runs one of the biggest SEO groups on Facebook, has thousands of t t more views than you and I combined on YouTube every post he does because he he gets 20 or 30,000 views per post yeah that guy has never I've never seen him on a video 
really? Um, I mean, I don't think he does a lot of videos, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, there probably is certain instances. You know, Stephen has um, been around the industry a long time, and he, he's in with the right crowds and everything as well. You know, I've met Stephen um, out at NFG Rockstars last year, had a beer with him. You know, he is a real guy. Um, <laughs> you don't even know. No, I, I wasn't sure either. But <laughs> And, uh, and yeah, he is very much a real guy. But Stephen is surrounded by, I'm not going to say the top players in the industry because that wouldn't be fair because there's different people all over the world. But he's known by the guys that he needs to be known by. And I think that's a key part of the you know success if you don't want to be in camera. Now, Stephen's obviously got a vehicle there or a platform, you know, his group. Um he likes to keep his cards close to him chest, his chest in terms of how he makes money, and there's nothing at all wrong with that. But what he has done um, is probably get in at the right time. You know, he's had that group for many years. He was surrounded by a lot of the right people who also used that as a vehicle to build that up. That's one in a lifetime. If you're going to try and, you know, replicate that just now, I think you're going to, you're going to have a hard task. He's literally the most unknown known SEO. Yeah. Like he uh, has so much influence, but literally nobody even like, it's so funny that you said that nobody even, he could just be a persona. Like he could literally just be a Facebook picture, but I think people want to know, I mean, even just if they could figure out how he did that, cause I want to know how did he grow? I know one thing that happened that really helped him is he got mentioned in the Ahrefs blog under one of the top groups. So I think one of the solutions, if you do want to be an influencer and you don't want to show up on camera is like you were saying, is being around people like you, possibly me, other people and have them promote like a group for you that you can grow. Because I mean, this guy could, this guy sells courses in the group, but nobody even knows if he's a real person. (laughs) Yeah, no, he's, he's done well. As I say, I do not think that can be replicated because I think obviously the timing of when he done that, he was making a group before many people even knew what SEO was. And I think that, you know, in terms of what he's done is going to be very, very, very hard to replicate. Hmm. But maybe in but maybe in another market. That's what I was thinking. Like maybe not in SEO because it's so niche, but like what if you took a market where you took somebody that already had a blog or something, you go, hey, we know you don't really have any recognition, but we're going to take this traffic you have. We're going to turn it into a influence for you. Yeah. I mean, listen, I, I, I uh, had a show, I think it was last week, and there was this guy on talking about Facebook. Um, then we were speaking about how you grow a Facebook group um, and stuff like that. Now, what I didn't realize, so when <laughs> I was doing YouTube ads or, or Facebook ads, what I was doing was driving people to my video. Hmm. Now, that's the common sense thing to do. Drive people to your video, get more likes and, and comments and all that shit. But <laughs> this guy basically said to me, there's a middle part here you're missing, Craig. He says, send people to, for example, like a ClickFunnels page. Hmm. Don't just grow your YouTube. Right. Grow a fucking Facebook group as well. Right. What the fuck are you doing? Um, you know, so I'm spending money and just sending people to the, the, the YouTube <laughs> thing. And, oh, you know, no one's fucking bought it. You know, and I've said, the, the, the reason they said this was, I asked the guy, I says, where's the best place to send the, the Facebook traffic to? Is it the subscribe button? 
is it the video? Because, you know, you can send them to the subscribe button, so basically when you click on it, it says yes or no. So they're basically, I've tried all of that shit on Facebook, um, and the guy's like, no, you're doing this all wrong, and, uh, you know, have this click funnel thing, and also use that money to try and grow a group. So there's all these kind of small tweaks and different stuff mm. that we can be doing better and try and build groups, build, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And if you're spending money on that, why wouldn't you be building a group? And that's where I'm slapping myself going, you have been a fucking asshole for years. <laughs> just, sending, just sending people direct to the Facebook thing. And you know yourself, Chase, you know, if you look at, you know, the people that watch your video compared to those who engage, you know, 90% of people don't even engage at all. Hmm. Um, they just watch your shit. Um, so I'm sending people there and not getting the the you know any kind of growth on a group or anything else so that's something i need to change up um and yeah as i say sometimes you just got to give yourself a shake and say fuck me what were you thinking <laughs> of um, wait but so, isn't that your don't you have is that your group the one that's got like twenty thousand? it's like the proper group or whatever the proper seo oh, group? that's my friend's group that's um, gary's group or whatever yeah gary gary what, owns that one what what uh, group is yours I've got a shitty little training one that's only got 5,000. Uh, that's not a, that's not, I mean, that's actually decent, 5,000. 5,000, right. but I've got, um, so that group's not that old. Proper PBN, or the proper SEO group, as it's called now, has been around for four or five years. Um, and Gary got that as when he acquired Done For You Links from Charles Float. Um, Charles Float built that group up. Um, but, yeah, Gary just uses it. It's, it's similar to Stephen Canley. Gary allows us all to, to use it as our own promotion tool as well, and he's using us to help his group grow as well. So, um, you know, that's a clever thing in his part because I think a lot of group owners are like, no, nah, you're not using my, you know, your shit on my group and, and all of that stuff, whereas Gary doesn't give a toss. He's just like, guys, it's for the community. Use it as you see fit as long as you're adding value and not you know being a dick on there so um so i've got access to that i've got access to my own group which is get five thousand but the, the group i've got is beginners um, I, I just promoted it in the in the in the youtube by the way <laughs> cheers um so that group as i say i try and do question and answer sessions with them uh, try and get a bit of engagement in there um and i think for me longer term i think but again i'll build these assets, build a big Facebook group, you know, start now because anyone like Stephen Kang or, you know, the proper SEO group or whatever, um, these are not a year old or six months old. These are something that people have built up over years. And it's very easy to look at the likes of um, Stephen Kang's group and go, oh, I'm really jealous of that. He's got 60 or 70,000 subscribers or, or uh, people in there. Um, I want to replicate that. Now, the guys put the grind in over, you know, X amount of years, and you're simply not going to come up and get that anytime soon. But you've got to start now. And if you put out good content, you will you will blow up to some degree, and then it's just the case of scaling that up from there. Well, and you you were not going to get that type of tra uh, that uh, type of group without any traffic. But if you have a website that already has traffic, I think you could. Yeah, definitely. Because then you just funnel it. It's like you were saying, like, instead of sending it to, like, just to subscribe, you funnel it into a group. I think groups, I mean, some of my posts, Craig, I will get 
10,000 views or impressions on them and I post something on YouTube and it's like a thousand, the, the group algorithm like really is crazy, especially if you start the part of the other reason why I start asking questions is because if, if people interact with that post, if I ask a really dumb question, people will interact with that post because they know the answer. And then yeah. when I post something else, like let's say I'm talking about some video I did, they're going to see that next thing because they interacted with the last thing because of the algorithm. Yeah. yeah. No, that's smart, actually. Um, I never actually thought about <laughs> it. Because like, uh, I, was, I was actually sitting looking at your stuff and I'm like, some fucking stupid ass questions. <laughs> Did he do it? And I thought you were just pissed, actually. Really? <laughs> He's just pissed and just goofing around. Uh, and then I started to see it in other groups, and I'm like, nah, he's, he's up to something, right. um, you know, in terms of just asking stuff or whatever. But, uh, <laughs> dude, it's so, yeah. fu- it's so funny. They, the, people will comment on my post and be like, dude, Chase, you are so dumb. And they don't realize that when they're saying that, they're going to see my next post. That's my strategy. But they think yeah. I'm just <laughs> that I'm just stupid. <laughs> they think I'm asking these questions because I really like I'm just super dumb. They're like, dude, how can you do SEO and not know the answer to this? Yeah, it's again as I say, you get people that want to come in and you know put you down. Other people see see it for what it is, and uh, and they might just laugh at it or you know whatever humor you or whatever. But um, nah, I think it's definitely a great way to to look at it and and. I think, you know, something for us all to test. You know, I never even gave it a thought that people that had interacted with a previous post would then be seen, um, you know. Wait, let me show you this, Craig. Hold on. I'm going to share some. Let me share this with you. I want to show you the growth. So I just, you saw that I just started asking like 10 times the questions. Look at, look at the analytics on this group. Hold on. So engagement. Uh, so. 238% increase in comments, 367% increase in reactions. I do the same thing on the Facebook page. You, and the cool thing is you can do it anywhere. You can do it on the Facebook page. Um, let me do, so Facebook page, 1,300% increase people reach, 90, 949% post engagements. Uh, page likes 3,226. Let me show you YouTube, hold on. I'm doing the same thing on YouTube. Hold on. Because uh, I send all the traffic from, from those. So I'll ask a question. I'll ask like a loaded question. I'll say, hey, you know, is SEO going to die? Right? And then everybody was like, oh, they all respond. Right? And then, then I come out with a video and say, you know, SEO is dead or something. And then they all go to it because they saw the last post. And then because of that, because I'm tricking the Facebook algorithm, it goes straight over to my YouTube and like, now my, uh, let me see my reach. So where's the, I'm trying to look at the percentage. So 167% increase in impressions in the last 28 days, 127% increase in views in uh, engagement's gone up a hundred percent. Uh, subscribers gone up 55%. I'll show you, bro. If you want to see like, I mean, you'll kind of already know what I'm doing, but if you, if you want me to, man, I'll totally go in there. I'll be like, dude, you should do this. Um, yeah, but it's, no, it's, it's, listen, it's amazing to see it working. And obviously those um, analytics don't lie, if you like. Uh, you know, that that's some amazing amazing stats there. Um, so, nah, fair play to you for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would say though, man, like that's like the big thing is if you could start um, working that Facebook group, like start doing your videos and just send all your traffic to the group. 
because if you can use the, like I was saying, if you can use that engagement on the Facebook algorithm, funnel it to the channel, it just goes nutso. Yeah, no, I'm going to have to do that because the group is something I also want to scale up. Um, there's no reason not to. There's, there's massive benefits, no real downside. So definitely it's on my on my radar to, to try and scale that up as well. Not just from what you've said, but also, you know, from my paid ads, you know, getting them to to a middle ground, like a click funnels page and try and funnel some people into the group or whatever. Got to try different stuff and exploit it for all I can. <laughs> yeah. Are you are you going to come out with it? I know you have that free course. By the way, you guys should check it out. It's, uh, I'll leave a link to it um, in the description. And you've been doing the the stuff on your channel as well. I've saw, I saw some of the um, like the new kind of uh, not courses, but like how tos. Are you yeah. planning on coming out with it? Or you don't have to say if it's kind of behind the scenes, but are you coming out with anything paid in the near future? Because I know a lot of people would probably want to pay you for something. Um, I'm going to come out with a paid course on for Black Friday. Hmm. Um, oh wow that's soon yeah so something i'm recording just now um and it's just going to be an up-to-date overview on affiliate marketing but you know when i say affiliate marketing is going to go into everything that works well for seo anyway you know click through rate and and all of the kind of stuff so it would be you know fairly advanced in in, in terms of you know people want to learn more about seo 79 bucks you can't go wrong i think my god black friday is a good day um and i would normally give it away for free to be honest i'm not that fussed in giving stuff away for free but people don't value free um, yeah that that's the problem so i think adding a token value to it not like a five bucks because again it's still seen as free but something that makes them want to just fucking see if it's any good um, and there is a lot of good stuff in there so i'm, I'm still recording uh, that but yeah that's coming out in uh, black friday but uh, again i'm not a huge fan of say, you know selling high priced courses or whatever i think black friday is a good opportunity for um you know giving stuff away and, and getting stuff but as i say free doesn't work you know i gave away the free course before um and I'd actually see more than 50% of people didn't even log in. Yeah, I, uh, I saw all those emails where people were like, can I get a refund or something? <laughs> yeah, a refund. Of the <laughs> I'll never know. Or they were wanting certificates. Um, right. And I'm like, you'll get a certificate when the course is finished. You have to go through all of the modules. And, you know, it's on a training platform. It's not me. You know, you've got to finish the course before you get a certificate. But... People wanted to get the free course and just get the certificate. Now the certificate is not worth anything anyway. It's, it's you know, it's my fucking certificate. Like that doesn't carry any weight. Right. Anyway, you, know, you take that into your college and say, I've got the Craig Campbell fucking certificate. They're going to be saying who, um, you know. <laughs> so it was it was madness. But yeah, um, I actually did a poll in my Facebook group, Craig, and I asked people like who your favorite, um, you know, what who your favorite, what your favorite course was. And I think it was like, it was like, I think you were like either at the top or second from the top for our, like, and there was like hundreds of voters that were recommending your course. Fuck. I mean, listen, it's, it's nothing spectacular. Um, you know, it's not amazingly advanced, but I think for the, the audience that I had, it gives you a much better understanding. Um, and it is just over the shoulder videos. Here is analytics. Here's what all this shit means. 
here's how to set up a thank you page, you know, all of the basics. So I think, uh, you know, I, I think it would be hard to beat, to be honest. Um, you know, it might not look the best. Uh, you know, I know people people spend a lot more time and money on the, the kind of video editing side, but again, there's not that budget there. If I'm giving it away at a low cost or, or, or for free, then, um, you know, I'm not going to spend tens of thousands of pounds on making it state-of-the-art. But in terms of the information, it's definitely a good course um, to get to, to kind of cut your teeth and get some of the basic knowledge going. I still think it's so funny, though, that like because I kept seeing those posts you're making where people are just complaining, like, they're like, I'm so mad about this. It's like, dude, you got it for free. <laughs> Same. That's it's just... The world is mad. Uh, people coming at you, I want a fucking refund. And you're like, <laughs> I'd love to refund you, but... You didn't pay anything. But, um, but yeah, it's, you know what it's like. The world's full of crazy people and uh, you just get some crazy ass things coming through your inbox. Isn't it weird too that the more people pay you, the less they like bother you? Uh, that really has always been a weird thing for me. Um you know, when I was doing the, the agency stuff, um, you know, I was always snatching at the wrong type of clients, you know, the low end guys that, you know, you were doing it for a couple of hundred bucks and they would want <laughs> all this interaction and all this reporting. Um, and then as you grow, you're just like, it really is the case where the guy that pays you the most gives you the less shit um, and just totally values what you do. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's so weird so weird um but i've also had like local builders and stuff and i get it you know for for local but i remember i had a, a local builder once and he said to me craig i'm paying you 300 pounds a month he says that is like a mortgage for me and um, so i need to know everything you're doing blah 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 um and i get it you know for a small business that is a lot probably a lot of money but in the grand scheme of things if you're only investing £300 a month in your marketing, what can your ROI be? What can your top line be in terms of revenue from your marketing? It's not going to be very high. Um, and there's just those guys that have that weak outlook and they think they are the next fucking Alan Sugar or, or Donald Trump, you know, with a £300 a month budget. And uh, they don't realise that if you want to make millions, for example, I think, People or businesses should be spending around about 10% in their market. And I think that's a nice figure. Um, if you want to turn over a million a year, you probably want to spend £100,000 in your marketing overall. Mm. Um, you know, if you want to spend £300 on your marketing, what are you actually going to get? Mm -hmm. You know, I could barely get someone to write a couple of pages of content and build one link to a couple of those pages. Um, <laughs> it's not enough um, so <laughs> gotta hire um, him off the street yeah <laughs> um, but, uh, you know you also do that and you work on these budgets and you have to use a service like hire a writer or something where you're getting like an article for five bucks and then the guy comes back and says who the fuck wrote this right you know, that idiot wrote this and you're like mate it's your budget like that, that that's all we can afford to pay out <laughs> That's that's the quality of service you're going to get for what you're paying, um, but yeah, it's expectations of people against the you know the reality of life out there um, is is so so different. It's it's unreal. It's funny though. So funny.
and, and, and even crazier too, you work with people that pay you a bunch of money and it's like you fix two things for them, generally a lot easier because they already have something that's working. Where yeah. people are brand new, it's paying you 300 bucks, it's like, dude, you don't have anything. You don't even have like, a, you barely even have a website. Like this is a ClickFunnels page. <laughs> Content, no nothing. You're right. Like, what the fuck have I just agreed to here? They're this like, guy. They're like, oh, we need to make money tomorrow, and we need it. We need it for three hundred bucks, and we're, you know, we're really hoping you can just save this business for us. <laughs> Got to say no to certain <laughs> and again, we we've all fucking. You've probably done it. I've certainly done it. I've took the clients on because I also had to earn money, so I wasn't giving a fuck on whether they actually got a good service or not, and uh, I took the money. Uh, but again, all hell breaks loose, all these fights, you know, come and it's not good at all for, for anyone. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, say no to those douchebags because, uh, they're just, there's no help. They, 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 and there's a lot of guys I even know to this day, some of those local guys that I used to deal with are still hopping from <laughs> SEO to SEO yeah. every month and they'll go and say, yeah, he sucks ass. He's shit. He's full of shit, blah, 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 blah. You're like, dude, you're only paying him X amount of money. He was just going to take your money and run. There's nothing else you could expect him to do. Right. Um, for that money, so... <laughs> it's funny. It's really funny. We should actually do a show one day on just the funniest fucking... Dude, I'm so 100% down for that. I've got so many stories of situations... And uh, I, I probably get emails and everything I could dig out to show that it's not even lies. Because I think if I was to do a story like that, people would say some of these stories he's just made up there, there and then. Honestly, I've got evidence of some crazy ass shit as well. So we should do it one day. I'm 100% down. And I don't want to take too much more of your time, Craig, because we're only here for we're already on here for an hour and 13 minutes. But um, we definitely should do it again soon. And I want to do one when you come out with that new course because I definitely want to tell everybody what it's about so we can give them a little sneak peek and send you some traffic yeah. for that too. For sure. I'll definitely be more than happy to hop on and give them a sneak peek of what's coming up just before Black Friday or whatever. Um, I've also got a Black Friday SEO deals page. So I rank number one in the UK for Black Friday SEO deals. What? And I will have other courses um from the likes of clint butler and, and and a few other guys that are doing some great stuff in terms of courses which you're going to get for less than 100 bucks well wow. um, most of this stuff so just for your audience there will be some good deals coming up not just from me and um, but from other people hmm. okay well we just got to make sure we uh we get that video up before they all go to that that google link you just told them about <laughs> <laughs> that i should be ready probably in the next week or so to to be able to give them a sneak preview um and talk through some of what's there um just as a sneak preview before everyone else gets to see it um i'd be more than happy to do that mate cool all right guys well i'm gonna jump off of the stream and then i'm gonna sign out with uh craig so stick around craig and uh, we'll see everybody on the stream uh, very soon. Until we do, happy SEOing. We'll see you next time. Bye.